Well, good morning, everybody. Hey, Pastor Pat Rankin with my friend and brother in Christ, Mike Wood Sr., with the most festive get-up in the church today. Red shorts and a red, white, and blue uh, T-shirt. And I love the, uh, what is that color called? Did somebody, is that called Heather? Charcoal. Okay. I love that. There's a lot of cars being made that color now. Did you know that? Is that right? This, this color right here. You said it's charcoal gray. I like that color on a truck. Uh, and uh, the Bronco has come out with that color. And uh, I love that color. And uh, I love that you guys are on the show with us this morning. So do tell, uh, Mike, are you going to work uh, for the IRS? They're hiring. I don't think, uh, no. No? But I would like everyone to share the show this morning. Yes, share the show. Share the show. Share the show. Uh, promote it. Be in the prep mode. Are you in the prep mode? Amen. Yes, sir. Prepping for harvest. That's what the brochure says there, isn't it? That is awesome, man. That's a great picture. That's a great cover. I love that. And that's a kind of an old school uh truck picking that up it's a all the corn all the corns in there it's called shelling corn uh anyways hey uh we'll start the show with prayer we'll talk got a lot of stuff to talk about uh we'll talk about the rain and how it jetted up all your grass is your grass really high right now yes it is everybody's grass is so the backyard's extra high it grows better back there yeah perfect conditions go ahead and pray for us we'll get the show started. dear heavenly father just thank you ever so much for everything you do and continue to do in our lives we ask that you continue to watch over us to guide us and protect us we ask you to be with us here this morning as we do the overcomer hour and anyone needing any prayer and i think we all need prayer we'd like to pray for everyone listening in jesus precious name we ask amen Amen. Uh, I want to say hello to Scott Metcalf, Carol Jones, Brad Cottrell, Mary Van Griff, <coughs> and uh, one of the staff from Have Bible is on. Um, so I wanted to talk to you real quick about prepping for the harvest um, and prepping is to make it easier for that thing you want to happen mm -hmm. so you told me i'll tell you what we'll save that we'll pray first and then we'll come back to that all right because i want to talk to you about <clears throat> how you used to prep for your your job and 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 all that kind of thing and um so let's go go to your prayer wall if you need prayer and we will um get a hold of it and we will pray for it uh we did that last night me and mike and I got some of the recipients of prayer. I want to say hello, hello to Melissa Gibbons. Uh, thank you for being on the show today. So we're going to start with prayers for Johnny Moore. I'm going to start with prayers for Hayes Waite um, and all that's going on with him, a transfusion. Bill Snyder uh, needs prayer. Pam Baumgartner's sister. Uh, Diane Blythe and her kids for salvation. Uh, a court hearing for uh, a person at our church that needs favor. Uh, Dennis Shriver um, for f his fiance. It's going through some some uh, legal things. Uh, Brianna 
uh, Wood is praying for her foot. Mm -hmm. uh, we're praying for her foot. Uh, do you know any how that's going? Uh, she's going to see a specialist Thursday. Thursday. Okay. Praying for that. Uh, praying for all the flooding victims here and abroad, uh, especially, I think, down in Kentucky. I think it got pretty bad. So praying for them. Guys, we want you to know uh, we love you guys down there. Darla Dickinson praying for uh, her and continued healing for Darla. And also prayers for our friend Danny Cahill and all he's mm -hmm. uh, doing up there. Uh, I think he's in New York City. Thank you for being on the show, Danny. Sally Menard uh, wants to pray for her daughter-in-law. Uh, and my friends uh, down down south, um, uh, Jimmy Allen and his family, who's mourning the loss of of uh, his nephew, and uh, we just want everybody to know our heart goes out to you um, in the mm -hmm. Allen family and everybody down there with the loss of Danny Joe. Uh, Brooklyn Meyer is having surgery right now. We're praying for uh, her for healing for. Brooklyn Meyer, also praying for, um, there was somebody else that we're praying for. Oh, want to pray for the uh, uh, Kelly and uh, Kelly and Jimmy Stafford. Also want to pray for uh, Dan Stafford uh, and Mary. Mm -hmm. uh, pray for them. Uh, let's see. Thank you, Donna Spangler, for being on the show. Terry Burek's on the show. Continue to pray for Gloria Lawrence's daughter, uh, she has uh, needs some healing on her toe. Becca Law, praying for her. Molly Trot, thank you for being on the show. Uh, Melissa Gibbons, going through some hard times, needs prayer. We'll pray for you. Dot Morris, thank you for being on the show. Jody George is on the show. Uh, Mike, did I miss any last night? I thought we scoured that pretty good. Um can you think anything else? I like lift Donna's shoulder. Donna's shoulder up, yeah, mm -hmm. that's one. Okay, all right. Uh, without further ado, and let's pray for a movement of the Holy Spirit, uh, Mike, on our show today, along with these healing prayers for Donna's shoulder. That's great. Go ahead, brother. Dear Heavenly Father, just thank you ever so much for allowing us to be here this morning. Yes, mm -hmm. uh, everyone has a great day. And try to be kind to someone, and they'll be kind back to you. Mm -hmm. We ask that you continue to watch over us and heal us and guide us and protect us. Give us our wisdom and guidance where we need it. We ask that you heal and thank you, spiritually Lord. and mentally thank you, Lord. and thank physically. You, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And um, we want to thank you for all the answered prayers. I mean, you know, there's just too many. Everything we get is from you. And we just ask you to continue to look after us and bless us. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen and amen. Um, and you can feel the Spirit moving. Yes. I, I, call, I was going to call you last night after I got done working out. want to say hi to Tim Roth and thank uh, Tim Roth uh, and Brad Cottrell and all the travelers for their hard work getting Pastor Bevo Day pumped up. Which just a delight. This is good. You guys did a great job. I, I've said it. I couldn't probably say it enough. But Beva would have been pleased. I'm very pleased. I'm sure God was pleased, and I think he was honored through that. Mm -hmm. So thank you, Tim, and thank you, uh, Brother Brad Cottrell and his wife, Stacy. Connie Bennett's on the show. Uh, ba -ba 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 -ba. Mandy Schulte's on the show. Lori Ridley's on the show. Thank you for being on the show. Um... Let's see. I'm trying to figure out. 
if I want to dive straight into 2 Timothy chapter 4. So that's where we're going to be. Uh, but last night I sent you, I was going to call you, but I didn't want to bother you because it was like 10 after 9. Mm -hmm. And I was studying when Jimmy Allen called me about it, the tragedy of his nephew. So guys, keep that in prayer again. Um, God really put it on my heart about that, that changing yeah. of the mantle from uh, Elijah to Elisha and, and him being ready for um, his, his turn at mm -hmm. doing the work for the Lord, if you can say it that way. So if we have time, we may touch on that. We won't start there, but at least I want to tell you about that. And that's in First Kings chapter 19. Just strong, strong pull. I sat down after I work out, and normally I kind of thumb through YouTube, mm -hmm. but I got my Bible out and just got some things that I thought I needed to write down um, about that. Yeah, and, that's uh, a great article. Great stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I sent you an article about that, mm -hmm. uh, the mantle of uh, Elijah being transferred to. Right. And... Uh, let me see if I can pull something up out of here real quick. Stay with me here. Yeah, let, let me not dig in here because I, I, I'll spend a lot of time explaining uh, everything here. Um, and I need, I need a little more time than that. So I'm talking about prepping for a harvest. So what does that mean? So prepping for a harvest, that means getting ready for a harvest. So... When you get into September, uh, maybe late August and September, uh, maybe even in October, that's when things uh, in the field start to come in. We, we talk about it every year, it, and it's so important that we do um, getting ready. Or maybe you're getting ready to go back to school. Do you know anybody getting ready to go back to school? I guess uh, Bree's getting ready to go back mm -hmm. to school. Yeah. She'll probably be this next week, wouldn't she? Or, yes. Yeah. <laughs> same with Keelan and same with my grandson, Chase. All you college kids are probably on your way, and then the, the kids in the elementary schools would be like a week or two after them. The teachers are, are getting ready for harvest. They're there cleaning their, their classrooms. They're there setting up their fish aquariums. They're there looking over lessons, they're there adjusting things, they're there decorating, they're there um, just to prepare and prepping <laughs> for uh, a, a school year's long now. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm going to write that down. Um, we're going to write that down. Uh, see, stay with me. So all you guys that are teachers out there, we love you guys. Thank you so much. Um, do they get enough credit? No. Uh, do they want to teach a curriculum that makes the children grow uh, and where they can learn functional things that they'll need out in society? Reading, writing, arithmetic. Yes, they do. Do they get to do that? I, I don't think they do anymore. And I don't want to get into so much of the politics about this whole thing. But just prepping. I think the teachers genuinely have a heart for children. Oh, you'd think so. Because there's no way you would take up that um, vocation without mm -hmm. that because it's got going through all the stuff the teacher's got to go through. Now, it's almost like, uh, and we'll say hello to Cerise uh, Bauer this morning. Um, it's almost like being a police officer. you got to go through so much stuff mm -hmm. just to do your job. Um, man, I, I just, I don't, 
I, I thank you guys for doing that. And I probably don't say that enough, but I, I do appreciate the teachers. And I think there's a lot of teachers out there that are Christians uh, that lean towards the true teachings that kids need, and it's, it's the gospel of Jesus. So if you're in a public school system, obviously, as a teacher, you cannot teach that, uh, but you can be praying for those kids. Uh, so where am I going with all this? You're prepping. I'm just using teachers as, as one of many examples. Or uh, Farmers, they're prepping. <clears throat> um, you got to make sure your equipment's ready. Like for a farmer, I got to make sure my hay disc is, is working. I, I need to do that today. I need to call side instructor and get some bearings for my hay disc mower um, because I got another cut coming. Teachers are getting their classroom. If, and, and maybe for your family, if you want to harvest, you got to start doing the prepping for harvest season. And when the kids go back to school, the temperatures cool off a little bit. It's time to start bringing in mm -hmm. all the hard work that you've done. The, the kids have done their summer school stuff. The farmers have done the planting. They, 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 they're doing the cutting, and they need to bring it in. Your family needs to start bringing it, it, it in. Mm. You've worked, invited your, your families over for the barbecues. You've talked to them on the phone. You, you've went out to eat with them. Right. And done all that stuff. It's time to bring it in. And, and we'll talk about how you do that. Uh, coming up here in Second Timothy chapter four, Mike, can you um, talk a little bit about some of the prepping that you've done in your job back in your workaday world? You said you 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 talked to me. You said you focused on if you change jobs from like laying tile to um, you know doing maybe doing something outside. You you're focused. What what kind of prepping did you do? What kind of so I got the definition here making it easier for that thing to happen. What did you do to make things easier the next day? Well, I'd kind of focus on what I was doing, and I'd picture in my mind what how I'd be doing it, mm -hmm. and I'd see what I'd be needing. Because, mm -hmm. you know, it might be squares, might be a transit, who knows. Mm -hmm. So uh, whatever you have coming up, you'd uh, just focus and make sure you had the supplies and uh, mm -hmm. tools to do your job. Mm -hmm. So, uh, to make thing, and also another definition is to make something ready for use. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> you can't just go in there and, and start laying tile when the floor is not prepped, or the, right. if you're doing outside work, it has to be prepped. And sometimes the prep is a lot of work, isn't it? Oh yes, absolutely. I mean, you can't. I mean, uh, a lot of people. You may go into a home where you might prep a day or two before any tiles laid, and I imagine a lot of times the, the homeowners might look and go, "Man, when are they going to start laying tile?" Well, yeah. people don't know all the hard work it takes to to really reel in a harvest. Well, you want a good foundation, just like your uh, your fellowship with Christ. You mm -hmm. got to start with a good foundation, don't we? Mm-hmm. So you got to do your own homework in order for. I, I just wrote that down. Hard work. Um, and it make it easier for you the next day. What it does. Make it easier for the next day. And it, and if you and if you didn't stay focused and you had the right tools in your bucket when you was going to cut the tile or, or you had to nail something down, screw screw something down like that. It it really makes it hard when you haven't taken the time, to think that through. Yes, absolutely. And that's and that's something that that apprentices do all the time. And I want to say hello to my wife this morning. Good morning to you, Vicky Rankin. Um, <clears throat> people don't think about that. They just well, I'll just go. I'll just go lay tile. I just I just need a little mud and mix it up. I just slap a tile down. Yeah, you're 
right there. And uh, and then you get on the job and you say, well, where's your where's your wonder bar? Where's your screw gun? Where's your hammer and nails? Where's your you know grouting tools? Where's your trowels at? Where's your you're not gonna get nothing done if you got to go looking for something. Yeah, and and every and that's something. And and let me say this, and let me harp on this just a little bit. That's why apprentices only get paid apprentice wages, because they, they you don't expect apprentices to to bring all that stuff in because they don't know they don't know anything about it. No. And the last thing you need is for an apprentice to to tell you what he thinks. You ever had an apprentice tell you what they th thought on a job site? Sure. I just tell them, all you need to do is carry stuff. So prepping, <laughs> prepping is everything. It is. So you, were, you know, I, I stopped by and seen Gary Harden uh, in, at the Bible study when I left. Uh, I want to say hi to Carmel and Z out there. Thank you guys for having me and uh, Keelan up there working out. On the way back down, they live right by North Church. I stopped and seen Gary. And Gary was prepping uh, and prepped for Bible study for all the people that came to his Bible study. You have to prep. We have to prep a little bit in order to do this show. We have to think about what we're going to do and and uh, and all that. Otherwise, you don't have a good show. Absolutely, you got to be prepared. You got to be prepared. Got to study. Got to get in here. Get everything set up. You know, like I used to hear guys say, "Well, I'm," they'd overbuild. Uh -huh. You know, well, you can uh, can't over prepare for your harvest. Harvest are for your, like yourself, your message. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so there you go. Prepping is is probably the same everywhere. But I want to encourage you. You know, like Proverbs said, don't be a sluggard. Even the ant works hard. You know, he does. He's prepping, and a lot of times squirrels are storing stuff away, mm -hmm. squirreling stuff away for the winter. Prepping, prepping. Uh, so let us know how you prep uh, for your day. Do you get the coffee made before you go to bed at night? Now, my wife is a great, great prepper. My wife will have, you know, uh, you know, spare toothpaste. She'll have spare toilet paper. She'll have spare, um, you know, laundry detergent. She'll have spare. I wouldn't have spare anything. I just wouldn't. I'm not. I'm not a good prepper when it comes to, you know. I've told you, like at the farm, if we run out of. Soap, I just make do. So, yeah. prepping to take care of a household. So, how do you guys start your morning? What do you do? Do you do anything the night before to prep uh, for the next day? Now, I will tell you this: when I get up early to leave to go to the farm, I'll I'll prep. I'll have my my pants and my britches ready, and my have my boots there by the door or whatever, so I can pick up and just walk out the door. Uh, you if you if you want a good day, otherwise you're fumbling in the dark. You know when I get up on my days when I go to the farm, I get up at five thirty, um, and it just it just takes too long to to try to have a good day. And then you burn up a lot of time. People don't understand you burn up a lot of time when you could actually be working or reading my Bible. You know, mm -hmm. uh, I usually you're absolutely uh, right. You want so, to get going. Yeah. So that Molly Trout says I get coffee and prayer first. Um, that's kind of what me and my wife do. We get our coffee, read our devotional, and um, you got to have a plan. Mm -hmm. So uh, to make that job easier, your day's going to be easier. Now, let me tell you one thing you don't do. Don't get up late. Don't get up late. Getting up late just ruins everything. Yep. You ever try to stay in bed for an extra 10 minutes? Think you're really doing something? Yeah, I'll tell you what. Huh? 
Yeah. Or did you ever go by to pick somebody up for work and they wasn't ready? Uh, don't tell me. <laughs> I tell yeah. these I tell these kids when I was breaking these kids and man, if you ain't ready, I'm just gonna keep on driving. I ain't gonna <laughs> sit there and wait on you. Huh? Yeah. Prep. Prep. Make sure you got a lunch pail. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times in my trade, when you didn't, you didn't have lunch, you didn't have anything to eat. Because there's, when you're out there working in a new solution, they're not may not be a fast food. And if I'm driving, you ain't driving my truck, mm-hmm. huh? Guys, got to look at everything, doesn't he? You better look at everything, or you better prep for the winter. Paul also says I try to, uh, I usually try to put at least one deer in the freezer for the winter. Amen to that. That's a good thought. So me and Aaron are doing that. We're prepping for our uh, food plots. They're already in. We got to work on some cutting lanes and got to get some uh, cameras out. And we got them out yesterday. And all ready for uh... deer season. All right, let's go to Second Timothy chapter four. See what the Apostle Paul says about prepping. Um, once we get into here, I promise you, we probably won't come out of Second Timothy four. And I didn't know if you read down to verse eight last night. Uh, yes. Okay. So go ahead and read that, Mike, and uh, let's go. You guys uh, get involved, and uh, you're going to really, really, really like this one. Second Timothy chapter 4. Take it away. Verse 1. Charge ye therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appeasing uh, and his appearing in his kingdom. Preach the word, be instant in season, out of season. Rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering doctrine. For the time will come when there will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lusts shall they heap themselves, teachers having itch and ears. You know, as you think about what he's saying right there, the most important doctrine is uh, accepting Jesus Christ and your salvation. Amen. All this, uh, everything's great, but you know you gotta get that right. That's the main thing. Money uh, down at the cross, and so let's go to number four. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth, and shall be turned unto fables. But watch thou in all things endure afflictions. Do not work of an evangelist, but full proof of your ministry. So, make it match up with the Word of God is what the man's trying to say here. Mm-hmm. You gotta match up with what God's saying in this Bible. Number six, for I'm not ready to be uh, offered. And the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight and I have finished my course. And I have Kept the faith. Oh, Lord. Isn't that a great verse? Mm-hmm. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, the victor's crown, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me all day. And not only to me only, but unto all them who are lo- also loves his appearing. The victor's crown will go to all who consider his appearing Precious. So you know what? I don't know anybody wouldn't be thankful for that. Amen. Let me read you what Mike just read out of uh, NLT. 
and then we're going to break it down. So, talking about prepping, talking about getting ready, talking about harvest, talking about what you can do. You know, if you don't know what to do, just pray, serve, and invite. Yeah. Say that with me. Pray, serve, and invite. Amen. Pray, serve, and invite. Pray, serve, and invite. Pray, serve, and invite. Those are three things anybody can do. Pray, serve, and invite. That means show up. All you got to do is show up. Here's what we're going to break down. We're going to break down how you get prepped for your day, how you get prepped for the kingdom, how you prep, uh, make things easier for you and your family when it comes to harvest time, especially for all the parents who are going, getting their kids ready, going back to school. Mm-hmm. Don't wait. They're going back to school. Make sure you get it done anyways. Don't let the kids... Uh, don't let the kids uh, lollygag. I was looking for a word. Mm. Do you remember lollygag? What is lollygag? Lollygag. That's a funny <laughs> word. Don't let the kids lollygag. Then nothing will ever happen. Some of you guys have to get physicals for your kids. Some kids need tennis shoes. Some kids need uh, britches or T-shirts. And uh, probably you may even entertain the idea of a... Uh, of a pullover hoodie for the fall. Yeah. Want to get ready for that. And you could probably, they're probably starting to roll them out. I know we're rolling them out here to have Bible. You know, I noticed this morning, I, you know, I was out with the dog early, and there's some bushes along the side already turning brown. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, so we're getting there. We're getting there quick. The days are getting shorter. And uh, let's see, what time does it get light now? It's yeah. like... I'm trying to think. Five thirty, quarter six is it? Yeah, and then it gets, it starts getting darker. Now it's like quarter to eight. Um, so here we go. I'm gonna read it. Uh, the Apostle Paul writing to young Timothy. I solemnly urge you, in the presence of God and, and Christ, who will someday judge the living and the dead, when He comes to set up His kingdom. So God's gonna judge, and it's very important that you guys understand what's going on here. So I'm prepping, 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 inviting my friends to church, talking about the things of God. Hey, with all the crazy things going on, we're hiring more IRS agents and and all kinds of crazy stuff is going on in the world. It almost seems like society has turned on the working man. Mm-hmm. Well, seems know. like society has turned on the working man. So what I, what I want to ask you today is how do we prep for the future? How do we remember prepping is making it easier right. for you to get that done? So how do I how do I prep for the future? Well, I don't make it harder on the working man. I make it easier on the working man. How do we make it easier on the working man? What we need to do is be more frugal with the money that we've already given our politicians so we don't need to hire more IRS agents who want to tax you more. I'd take all that workforce and put it down on the southern border that we'd have less people coming through the border and making it easier. So we need to prep for the days ahead. Amen. That's all of us. We need to start doing our own jobs in in America, start making our own stuff, bring capitalism back and reward it and not punish it. Absolutely, Pastor Pat. uh... If we're prepping... Let's make it easier on the working man because working man's the one who pays the tab. Mm-hmm. If you end up only having billionaires and poor people, 
it's going to end up being run completely by the government then. And we can't have that. We need to prep for the days ahead. And the way you prep for the days ahead is to make it easier on the working man because the working man's paying the tap. Yeah, you'll be paying for the 187,000 <laughs> one. I'm, I'm just, stay with me. Stay with me because I'm, I'm going to go here today. So how do we prep for days ahead? What we do is we, we prep by getting ourselves ready to vote in November. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll tell you like I always tell you. I, I don't ever tell anybody how to vote because you don't need to. If you're a pastor, you don't need to tell anybody how to vote. All you got to do is read your Bible, and it'll tell you who to vote for. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It'll tell you what God really wants for mankind. So to make it easier, going ahead, here's what we need to do. Vote people in who think the same way you do about the Bible. I need an amen from somebody out there. I'm not going to move. <laughs> amen, amen, amen. I, ne- I, need, I need God's people at Have Bible Will Travel to start talking back to me. The time for being quiet is, 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 is gone. It is coming gone. The way you prep is to get your voice louder and louder. And the way I get my voice to be louder and louder is not shout more, but back it up with my actions. I'm going to vote for people who uphold my values. I'm going to vote for people who uphold my values. I'm going to vote for people who uphold my values. It's very simple. I want I want more freedom and less government. Yeah. I, I want to make it easier on the working man. I want to help the working man. That's what the church does. I pray for the working man. I pray that, uh, you know, we, we're able to have these tools to help the farmers work more. Don't make it harder on the farmers, Mike. Make it easier on I want some homegrown food. I want some Americans to buy some property mm-hmm. so everything is made in America again. Well, they're finally getting on the program as far as uh, chips are concerned. All that stuff needs to be made right here in America. Independent, free from tyrannical types of governments. We need to be free. I'm going to read it out of 2 Timothy chapter 4. The Apostle Paul is very clear on how things are supposed to be so you can prep for a harvest. You're going to have to stay with me for the whole show. Don't, don't go out quick on the show and share the show. I'm going, to, I'm, going to tell, I'm going to tell it all today. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell it all. We're going to prep for a harvest. And the only way you can prep for a harvest is to stay with the Word of God. I'll just tell you that. That's the happy ending at the end of 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 through 8. Yep. We, 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 have, we have got to, uh, Vicki says, voters decided to legalize recreational marijuana and didn't even see it on the ballot. More car accidents like a carload of kids that hit our daughter. Guys, I, I want to tell you something right now. You keep legalizing all this mess out there and passing out drugs and passing out and, and making pharmaceutical companies rich and big politicians rich. You're going to have a mess on your hands that you can't believe. You're going to have people running in stores, robbing stores, people doing heinous acts because they're out of their ever-loving mind. They're out of their they're out of their ever loving mind. They ain't 
they ain't in their mind when you're legally smoking weed that is is getting grown in labs you think your child is going to be in your right mind do you want somebody operating on your child that's high on marijuana nope you know i'm uh you want them to be drunk you want them to be on a bunch of pills We've legalized everything, and we want to know what the heck's going on. And then we want to hire more people so they can investigate the working man and tax him more. Mm. That ain't prepping for a future. That's hog tying and, and strangling the economy and the and the workers and the Christians. People, you guys got to quit being quiet with all this and taking it on the chin. The moms and dads and the sisters and the brothers and the grandmas and grandpas need to read their Bible and vote in people who think like you do if you're a Christian. Put Christians in office and forget trying to make people happy. You ain't going to make this world happy. It is gone awry. It has lost its mind. Yes. You ain't going to get along with this world. Quit playing games and quit playing baby games acting like you're going to get along with the world. You ain't going to get along with the world and you ain't got anything in common with the world. The Bible's clear about that. Preach the word of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Quit trying to play it down the middle. Why is everybody trying to play it down the middle? Because they don't want to fall off the fence. There you go. They don't want to fall off the fence. You hit that right on the dang head. I tell you what, you may see me explode in a million pieces on this show. Well, I uh, heard that about that marijuana thing, and what it is, you got to, uh, they're voting on it in November, whether to put it on the ballot. Oh, okay. Hey, Amen. if we want a godly nation, we have to put godly people in positions to run this nation. We need to stand up make our voices heard. Good one for you, uh, Mandy Schulte. Uh Circling and drain, Jesus is our only hope. Yep, amen. Uh, we all made it. When we're all made outlaws again, then it will be free. Uh, mine neither. Uh, all right. J.D. Brock wants to say hi to you. Say hi to Guys, it's, this is not rocket science. Stand up for crying out loud. Don't send your children to schools where they're teaching something that you don't believe in. It is just crazy. Bring, pray for your kids. Read them the Bible. Bring them to church. And then you send them off to a school that's not going to teach them anything other than this crazy woke society. Mm -hmm. And you go, I wonder what's happening to the world. You're sending them or you're getting indoctrinated by the government. I, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. You can't send your kids to places where they're going to learn about ungodly things. All right, I'll get going. <clears throat> so I'm prepping. We're prepping for the future, prepping for the harvest. It says, preach the word of God. Be prepared whether the time is favorable or not. So I have to preach the word regardless if people like it or not. I know people get tired of hearing it, but I, I still have to preach it. The Apostle Paul had to preach it. I was reading today about... Uh, Elijah getting ready to pass his mantle to Elisha. He had to do it. Mm -hmm. Elisha couldn't get distracted. You know what he ended up doing? He had to burn his equipment and kill his cows so he didn't go back into his old occupation because he was called out to be a prophet. You got, you got to prep and you got to get rid of your old life to do something 
that God wants you to do today. And if it's smoking and joking and drinking and carrying on, you got to get rid of that lifestyle mm -hmm. and, and get rid of it and get rid of everybody around you so you don't go back to it. You got to prep for the future. Why are you concerned about your health only when you turn 70 or 80? You're not concerned about it when you're 50. We have got to prep for a future. You got to tell the devil, I'm going to be around for a while. I need to start walking. I need to start working out. I need to start, uh, you know, whatever it is. You can't, you can't just go, well, this is it for me. No, it ain't it for you. How about reading your Bible to keep your mind sharp? Oh, Lord Jesus. Huh? You need to go to everybody's house and tell them that. Well, uh, <coughs> I'll tell you what. Why don't we tell everybody to be kind? How's that sound? Of course, be kind. Nothing else works. Preach the word of God. Be prepared, whether the time is favorable or not. Uh, patiently correct, rebuke, and encourage your people with good teaching. That's what I'm doing today. Mm -hmm. I'm correcting, I'm rebuking, and I'm encouraging. And we're doing it patiently. We don't ever run out of patience, regardless of how crazy things get. You can scratch your head and feel like you're going to get impatient, but don't do it. Stay patient. For a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. They will follow their own desires and look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear. Oh, my goodness gracious, Pastor Pat. I'll bet he'll preach on that, money. <laughs> well, here's what we do. We're building, not we, we're building churches and schools so everybody feels good mm. and there's and now they're building safe places well what's a safe place safe place is where you can go when you when you don't feel good or you don't feel something we're, we're running around in a society where we're trying to go around and interview everybody to see how everybody feels did they interview you when you was over at vietnam how you felt no nope. do you know why they didn't care. They hired you for a job, and you went in and did it. You know, that's exactly right. I wish you'd preach it. Yeah, that's exactly Guys, right. here's the deal. Quit worrying about how you feel all the time. Yeah. I get tired of hearing it. No, but there ain't a working man out there that feels like going to work every day because his back hurts, his neck hurts, and uh, and all that. And I get it, and I'm a working man. And me and my wife have been, always have, I always will be, and I'm proud of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need to be. But don't go around and ask somebody uh, like Mike Sr. how you feel every day because you're wasting time. Mike will go, it doesn't really matter how I feel. I mean, do you feel like coming up to boxing every time you come up? Nope. Probably not. But you come anyways, don't you? Yep. And do you, when you walk in, do you cry and whine and, 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 and kick rocks and all that? No, you just come in and you suck it up. That's what a person does. Because, because there's a bigger perspective than self. Isn't there? You, know, you want me to build you a safe place? You know, my dad would say, what, do you want to be a crybaby? <laughs> well, you probably hurt somebody's feelings if you called him a crybaby. Oh, God. You know? I, guys, I'm just preaching you know, what's, I'm just preaching what, what's, at, what's on the Bible. You know, here. your safe spot when I was going to school was the, if you got sick and you got, you'd go to the nurse's office. And I, that you nurse go to, got, yeah, me and Vicky were talking about that. You get sick in school, it's very possible your mom's not coming to get you. You rode the bus home. You threw up all over the place. Janner come in, threw sawdust around your stuff and mop it up, and all the kids stayed in class, and mm -hmm. they said, Tommy's sick, and they put him in a corner or whatever, and that was it, or go lay on the nurse's bed. And, uh, you know, back then they could give you Tylenol or aspirin. Well, it was bare aspirin is what you got. Yeah. Um, 
And so why, why are we talking about all this? Because these are the topics that need to be talked about. These are topics. We're prepping for the future. And prepping for the future means get some dang sense about yourself. And you need to prep them kids to take care of themselves, but not have someone tell them how to take care of themselves. Set their alarm for them? Yeah. Wake them up. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, guys, let me tell you something. Uh, you, we we got to preach the, the word in season and out of season. And you're going to be able to find, if you keep running like the wind, you'll be able to find some place that's going to preach what you want to hear. But it won't be the gospel. Because every time the gospel touches your life, its design is to sanctify you to make you a little better. Amen. Not a little easier. And when you build churches out there where people will accept any kind of lifestyles and the preachers are, are ordained mm -hmm. or they're ordained and women pastors or whatever's going on out there, you ain't you ain't got no dang church. Because there's a, there's an order just like there is to any society that runs correctly on who can be ordained and who can't. And there's ways that churches are supposed to run, there's ways that churches ain't supposed to run. But as far as me going down the middle of the road just so I can make everybody happy, I can't do that. Mm. I'm gonna shoot it straight and I'm gonna give you the, the gospel and that's the way it's gonna be and you know that. And if any church you go to, they better be preaching the gospel. And they better not be watering it down because they're worried about somebody's feelings getting hurt. Don't, don't be scared to tell them they're going to go to hell if they don't. Be well, I, I can't. I can't preach any other way because it's just not. It's just. It's just flat uh, nonsense. Mean, that's just it. You know that's How about that kind of mess? I always like to go there, and at the end of service, I just go. Well, I think everybody's probably going to heaven because you guys are all pretty good people. Hmm. I'd be lying to everyone in the whole sanctuary. Yep, that's true. So uh, that's all I'm saying, guys. Prep for the future or, or prep for a harvest. Mm -hmm. Tell people the word of God. Be, be ready in season and out of season. And tell them they, they going somewhere just to hear what they want to hear. That ain't church. That's just that's like going to a tavern. Amen? Amen to that. Let's see who's on the show here. Can I do that? Um, Jab Grinder says, good morning. Hope you all. Have a wonderful Wednesday. We hope you have a good Wednesday down there in Branson, Missouri as well, my friend. Uh, teach our kids God's way is the way. Tim Parrish says teach our kids to stop depending on other people. It starts at home and the church. Uh, remember we had a plaques in the window, safe home. Have Bible's my safe place. All right. Um, Rob Landis says there's no doubt we are in end times. We need to stand up for the word of God. And not the social words of man. God stands for the truth, and the word stands for its, uh, for its feelings of the truth. Dave Tiemann's on the show. Good morning to you, Dave. Mary Van Griff says there's only two ways to go, heaven or hell, nothing in between. Amen. Amen. So that's true. Let me keep reading. So don't, don't just shop around and look for some place that's going to teach you a flowery message. For a time has come, I already said that. Let's go to four, four, four. They will reject the truth and chase after miss. We already know that. I talked about that. But you should keep a clear mind in every situation. Don't be afraid of the suffering for the Lord. Work at telling others the good news and fully carry out the ministry God has given you. So let me break that down for a second. I think it says, and in, in, uh, King James doesn't say always do the work of an evangelist. Mm -hmm. uh, la, 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 la. What was that, in five, five, or 4-5? Five? 
yes. Endure afflictions. Um, do the work of an evangelist and make foolproof your ministry. All right, let's talk about that. So that means always be trying to get people saved. Mm-hmm. Always be trying to get people saved. Always be telling people about Jesus. Always be telling people that Jesus is the only way. Always tell people that God's not interested in re- your religion. He's interested in your relationship. Prep the people so when it's time for them to come, it makes it easier. So that's what prepping is. Remember the mm-hmm. definition? It makes things easier. I, I highlighted it. It's an easy. It's easier to make that thing happen. So I'm, I'm prepping them. Yep. You're prepping them. You're telling them when we're praying for people, here's how you do it. Here's what it takes. And then that day when they decide to come to the Lord, they're going to go, ah, I remember what Pat and Mike told me. Mm-hmm. All i got to do is ask Jesus Christ into my into my heart. And you'll have to fight back the powers that be saying you got to be religious. you got to be good enough. Mm-hmm. All that stuff. No, you don't. You can't be religious enough. You can't be good enough. Just remember what Pat and Mike said. You have to trust Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. So mm-hmm. prep the prep the road. Prep the prep the table, so when it's time for the harvest to come, it makes it that much easier. Absolutely. You know, I mean, you know, we all know what's right from wrong. I mean, you don't have to get in there saying, "Well, you know, drinking hey, ain't bad for you, pot's yep. bad for you, this or that." You know, people know what's right and what's wrong. Yep. And uh, just like uh, you're. Well, we're God's children, and just like our own children, you know, we might get aggravated. And I'm, you know, but oh my heavenly God. you Father, think he's aggravated? I know, because he's just. Oh my, come on! I mean, this is this. You're 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 living now, in. Now, now, the God in the Old Testament. Now that'd be he. He wouldn't be hearing this stuff here. Yeah, hey. yeah. Me and Mike talked about that. You know, if you if you study or read in the Old Testament, like I was telling you about First Kings. Yeah. Chapter nineteen. When when God called you into the ministry, He expected you to go. That's what yeah. that's what Elisha had to do. That's what I was talking about in First Kings nineteen. Yeah. He had to, he, so he wasn't tempted. He had to kill his cows and <laughs> and burn all his equipment. Right now, we'd be trying to put them on uh, Facebook Marketplace so we get some money for them, <laughs> huh? Yeah. You go. Well, I ain't killing well, them then cows. Then it wouldn't be. Uh... It wouldn't. Yeah. Um, God expects results. So it would uh, be a sacrifice then if you just don't put it on there and sell it. Right? It's got to got to be all right. Dennis Shriver says good morning, everyone listening and uh, listening. Driving back from San Diego to Arizona, everybody's doing well. All right, we've been praying for you, Dennis, in your situation. Donna Spanglish says, uh, "Sorry, ducking out early." All right, have a great week, Donna. Uh, Mike Mikey Junior's on. Uh, saying hi to him. Gloria says, "We believers are going to be cast out. Are, are going to be." Uh, outcasts we need to be in ready and be in prayer in god's word gary says amen yeah we're going to be cast out and you're, you're going to get all kinds of crazy things that are coming you know um we want everybody to come to the lord uh we know that not everybody's going to come to the lord but we still want them to come to the lord so we have to continue to prep the table and i guess god probably gets like that too sometimes his table is set and he's prepping for all the people that are going to come to the banquet uh, and there'll be some people that won't come to the banquet. You ever invited somebody to come and they don't end up coming? Mm-hmm. Kind of reminds you of moving day, doesn't it? Yeah. You ever had a moving day where all your buddies are going to come by? All right. Verse 6, verse 6. And I am ready for now. I'm sorry. For I am now ready to be offered. 
and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought the good fight, and I have uh, finished my course, and I have kept the faith. So what does it mean when uh, you've kept the faith? That means you've kept the truth. Mm-hmm. You've kept the truth. And i got to talk about that for just a second. Uh, what does it mean to you, Mike, when you've kept the truth? When you can be honest with yourself. You know that? I mean, you might fool some people, but you can't fool yourself, can you? Kept the truth. Kept the truth means I didn't compromise, or what does he say? I kept the faith. Maybe he said kept the faith. I've kept the faith. When you say you've kept the faith, that means you've kept the truth. I've kept the truth. I've, I've, uh, I've told people the story. I've told people um, the word of God. Uh, the faith just means I've told the people the gospel. I've told the people the gospel. I, I've told them the way to salvation. Mm-hmm. And it's up to them now to make that decision. So if you've kept the faith, that means you've kept the truth. Now, and I know a lot of times in this day and age, people think that the truth is, 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 is something that is movable. Mm-hmm. Truth is not movable. It's something that is steadfast. And Jesus says that in, in John 14, 6. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Mm-hmm. So if you want to know what the standard of truth is, You'll find it in the gospel, and his name is Jesus. Um, let's go back and take a look at some of the comments here. Uh, la, 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 la. Glorious is okay. Dennis Shriver says, thank you very much. Melissa has been meeting with her attorney. They're trying to force her into taking a... Okay, we'll pray for that. And Brad Cottrell says... They just have enough signatures to get it on the ballot for this year. I believe it was is what it is yep, what it was absolutely right. um let's see what's that favorite verse that's what's on the back of our shirts yeah. it says that just have enough signatures to get it on the ballot for this year i believe is what it was okay yep um they needed so many tim parrish is keeping god's spirit in in my heart in every moment Mike Wood said, that's my favorite verse. The Post-Dispatch said that it has been legalized. Front page, title. I didn't read the article because I don't care for the paper. Yeah, the St. Louis Post-Disgrace. Um, anyways, there you go. So you can, if you've kept, if you've kept the, the faith, you've kept the truth. Say that with me. If you've kept the faith, you've kept, kept the, the truth. truth. All right, henceforth there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, and this is where we'll end. Mike, um, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at the last day, and not to me only, but unto all of those, or to all of them also, who love is appearing. Mm. Let me read this out of NLT, guys, and we'll finish up here. And now prize awaits me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on the day of his return. And the prize is not just for me, but for all who eagerly look forward to his appearing. What does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? What that means is this. In the end, the non-believers will go before the great white throne of judgment. Mm-hmm. Believers will go before the judgment seat of Christ. 
And in the end, when I'm talking about the end, when the when the when hell is cast into the lake of fire, and the uh, and the believers are are in paradise with God or the New Jerusalem, you will either be rewarded for all the good works that you've done, and will have crowns that you can throw at the feet of Christ, or you will be cast into the lake of fire. Uh, in the judgment seat is a good place to be. Great white throne of judgment is not. Amen. And they all go before the Lord before hell is thrown into the lake of fire for the for the for the non decision uh, that they didn't make for Christ, and that's a and that's a horrible decision. So today, if you haven't made a decision uh, for Christ, you need to make that decision, and it's not too late. Never. So when I close in prayer today, I'm going to have Mike pray for those. If you're not a believer, that you become a believer, that at the end of your life, Jesus will say, well done, my good and uh, faithful servant. Um, so if you've kept the faith, you've kept the truth. So Mike, take it away and pray for those out there today who may be on the fence or maybe in the middle who need to uh, receive the truth in Jesus Christ. All right, dear Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you. Thank you so much for allowing us to be here this morning. Hear your gospel spread. We uh, just love you so much, and we appreciate all your guidance and protection and love that you give us. And we ask for comfort and strength for all those facing any problems yes. out there. And uh, you don't ask for money, you don't ask for TVs or this or that. You ask for wisdom if you got any kind of problems. You ask God for wisdom and how to work out that situation, and uh, He'll let you know. We just ask that you continue to bless everyone, and we want to thank you for all the blessings we received. Mm -hmm. In your precious name we pray, amen. Amen. Hey, guys, thank you for being on the show today. And remember, you need to prep, 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 prep uh, for the days ahead uh, because we're looking to bring in a bountiful harvest. Mm -hmm. So we've thrown the seed out. We're doing the work. We're getting all our stuff ready in our life uh, in church. So when those people come into church, we can reap a harvest from all the hard work that God has helped us do. Uh, so hope to see you this weekend at church. Remember two things. Jesus loves you and I love you. Have a great day in the Lord. Have a great day in the Lord. We'll see you.